Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are two moms who are neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the stuff in between. So buckle up, buttercups, and join us on this roller coaster. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome back, Lemon Drops. It's Yesenia. And Kiara. We are just cutting it close today. <laughs> this really week. by the hair. <laughs> by the little little foreskin, as Will would say. I know. <laughs> Well, here we are. I've been telling myself, I'm like, if we don't do it by Sunday, it's not getting done, but we're getting it done. I know. And it's Wednesday night, guys. And um, we had a whole plan. I think from now on, we can't tell anybody anything about who we're having on and what. (laughs) Oh, did we tell them? Yeah, you did. It's just us. (laughs) You put your foot in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, it's just us today. We um, had some conflict with my kids' soccer pictures this weekend. Well, we had torrential rains. Which caused all sports to be halted exactly. and rescheduled. So, so so it just created some complications. And um, here we are doing our normal thing, but not on a normal thing. I know. It feels weird. Wednesday, I went to work. I've gone to yoga. I had a phenomenal practice. I know. You're very happy today. I, I have a lot to share. Like, oh, I have... Okay. I mean, not a lot, but like I have some... like. I have one story, okay. but, but no, I want you to share your things because, because I feel like we could talk about this, um, subject. Okay. And is it serious? It started off very serious. Okay. First of all, I just want to say that Rick told me I was oh going to keep it anonymous, but uh-huh. it just, I just said his name. So he's out now. He told me that our podcast was depressing what <laughs> that is depressing what is depressing about he it said, like real life like because we had i know we had like a little debate about it and then <laughs> um i was like trying to get him to admit that he was wrong but then i was like <laughs> i guess you're not wrong like if you think it's depressing it's relatable so yeah it's depressing. but he was just then like you depressing. guys have like well i think the breast cancer thing was Obviously, it's sad, even though yes. she's like a very happy person. And then um, the abuse, you know, domestic domestic well, violence. That, all the things he thinks are depressing are just real life. Well, I, yeah, but so anyway, I was like, so do we? This is in a circus, up? right? <laughs> now I feel pressured. You know what? Rick, like, do start people, your own fucking podcast. <laughs> do people think we're depressing? <laughs> oh, I anyway, don't think so I think we always manage to get a, a laugh in. Yeah, I think I, we do too. So this is my my attempt at being not depressing but i heard on the radio the other day that your for bladder health your pee stream is we're just jumping right in your pee stream is supposed to be guess how many seconds long for a healthy pee stream i'm trying to think of how long i pee hold on (laughs) and then we'll gauge it from there i'm gonna say at least six seconds six yeah (laughs) 21 21 seconds is what you're supposed to go for if you're that's a fucking (laughs) i know so ever since i heard this last week i've been counting when i pee and i'm nowhere near 21 seconds okay is this based on like um how much fluid you've had or how good good of control you have of your bladder control you have of your bladder for Ah. if you have like a strong bladder like a healthy strong slowly release you should oh interesting that's what it is it's like but also you should you're if you're peeing before then you're not getting the full 
muscle work of your bladder because it's never filling up to the capacity. Who goes to pee when they don't really have to pee? Well, clearly you, because you're only <laughs> peeing for six I seconds. Mean, I'm just trying to think, depending on how much fluid I have, like sometimes. I know, but that's what they're saying is well, don't just long go was I just to in go. Because I just had two hydroplastics. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. But it's almost like also how many times should you chew your bite of food? M- most of us are under chewing. No, most yeah. of us, it's, uh, we're supposed to chew like something like 30 something times. Or, oh my God. I don't know. That would take so long to eat. I don't got time for that. Yeah, but to properly break down the food so that your enzymes in your, yeah. first of all, for the enzymes in your, in your mouth, the saliva to work, you yeah. have to do chew. a minimal, yeah, it's like signaling to your body, okay, we're going to be decom- like composing, no, what digesting decomposing. food. Is, well, I mean, I guess it is decomposing, but digesting yeah. food. So the, the enzymes start working and then it starts breaking down the food. But so I think of this often because Will like does not chew his food. <laughs> and he I'm going to share a story. Whole. His bacon wrapped hot dogs Did I not tell you down. about what happened on our date night? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, your last date yes. night? Like last weekend? Yes. Okay. No. I, okay. No. So we're at this restaurant. It's great food. Will has broccolini on his plate. Okay. Oh, wait, maybe you did. T- oh, yeah, because yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. He's got broccolini on his plate, but he eats everything except the stems. And I'm like, you know, it's broccolini. You can eat the stems. Yeah. So he, so he eats the stems. And like 10 minutes later, he's like, I got one of those damn pieces of broccolini stem in my throat. <laughs> it's like lodged. He, he says he can feel it. Like, oh, I hate that. Yeah. But it's thin, so it's not blocking any yeah. airways. But it's like that annoying Just thing. Just there. And so, like, literally, he couldn't get it down. He couldn't get it up. Eventually, <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> Eventually, he just had to pull the trigger and get, like, try to see if he could get this yeah. piece of stem out. And it did come out, thankfully. But he was like, that was the most uncomfortable feeling. And I told him that wouldn't have happened if you chewed your damn food. Like, <laughs> the, first, the first time I ever fed him, I made a mistake. And I kid you not, I watched him cut a piece of meat. And I looked at the size of it. And I'm like, okay. He's, he knows how to eat, I hope. <laughs> he chewed it a few times and then he like swallowed it. And I thought, I, I literally said to him, do you chew your food? I think steak too is like the number one choke yeah. thing that people choke And hot on. dogs and yeah. grapes. My mom choked on a piece of steak once when I was little and I will it's never forget very it. It was scary. Ter- terrifying. Well, it's because like the, the size that you cut your steak is yeah. the, just the size of your airway. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so <laughs> you should be peeing for 21 seconds. And I just can't help but count every time I pee now. And I feel like a failure. I don't need another thing to count. Well, I count things all day long. Have I ever told you that? Do you... Wait. <laughs> I'm having a moment. I have. Do you count things too? Do you count things for no reason in no particular order that <laughs> it doesn't mean... Like you start with three. Like you'll just be like three, four, five, six, seven. When yes, you're doing you know random I, things. Do you know what it happens with mostly? What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> When I'm driving, I count lanes. Oh. I add when they split off. I keep adding until I get to whatever number, and then I just start over. So, like every time there's a right turn, I add. So it's like if I'm driving on a two lane road yeah. and there's a light, now it's become six. So then I go back. Oh it's two lanes, so it's eight. Like my brain. But you're counting in order. Like I will be I'm like adding, unloading the dishwasher, and I'll like count the plates <laughs> as I pull them out. But I'll start with like a like a three or a four. I yeah, three is a I good number start to start off. <laughs> I'll just like three, four, five. And what am I counting for? Like I'm I not keeping know. track of anything. I'm not making sure that we 
have all of our plates. I don't even know how many plates I have. I'm just counting Sometimes things. I count white cards. Like Sometimes I count. When nothing's going on in my brain, I just have to like count things. Like if I'm putting that toilet paper to rolls. We cannot. Under the sink, I'm like one, two, three. But why? Why do I care how many? To- but why wouldn't and, you count them? It's and then just, I'm walking what? away from the toilet paper rolls, and I can't tell you. Can't remember. I don't know. I was. I probably started at like ten, ten, oh my God, eleven. I, I okay. Wow. Well, We've just discovered. We. I wonder if it's have... a thing. Do other people? But do sometimes this? I catch myself, and I'm like, why? Would why I you start with that? three though? Like. And three what seems am I like keeping? a whole number, though. You know, I always, st- I think I, now that I keep saying it, I think I always start with three. I never start at one. It's very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And, and then at some point, I, my brain just decides to start over and then I'll start counting again from three. And it's like, <laughs> what am I counting? Are we broken? <laughs> I, <think laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I for sure am sometimes, mostly. I'm like in the process of rebuilding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, I am shooketh. Oh my gosh, I was just trying to read my notes and I wrote down what, the other night we had dinner. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh, when was it? Was it yesterday? It's been a long fucking week. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> was it? Was it yesterday? No, no, Monday, Monday night. Monday night we came over <laughs> for dinner. Yeah, and I invited you before over before we were coming over. I was telling Rick that you invited us over for fajitas, and Allie's like <laughs> sitting across the room from us and she's like or I think I said steak fajitas and she's like ooh I don't even know what a fajita is but I love steak and Rick and I were dying laughing so then we came over and I was telling you so then we just started calling them fajitas fajitas and then we had and then what was your idea and then Malaya made made cookies chocolate chip cookies but she had to substitute uh baking soda for baking powder because I don't know what happened to my baking soda and so I told her what I thought she should do well we ended up with Muffin cookies. <laughs> they were muffin, muffin cookies. cookies. I oh. mean, like the shit that comes out of our mouths sometimes. I know. And we're sitting there. We had looking at each other, and Rick's just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> we were like, <laughs> "We're having fajitas and mafukis," <laughs> and we thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And Rick was like, I, "I just don't know." I mean, if you're not laughing about fajitas and mafukis. <laughs> What are you doing wrong in your life? I mean, it's just very how is that concerned. not funny? Because what was your other option for the Oh, word? yeah. Okay, wait. Let me think. Cookie and muffin. Cuffin. Cooking. Cuffin. Cooking. Oh, cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's too- But then you said muffy. Oh, that's what Panera calls them. They're muffin cookies. They're I muffies. And I don't, I don't like know. that. I rarely ever eat at Panera. That's probably something. But it makes sense. A muffy. A muffin cookie. But I just think that's wrong. Muffy? Oh. I don't like it. It's a little too close to, yeah. I don't know, yeah. something we something else. joke about for a oh long time. Gosh. Okay. So Anyway. <laughs> Paquitas and mafukis, guys. Yeah, Rick was like, I don't know how it's been two years and you still just like laugh over nothing. <laughs> we haven't run. We haven't run out of content. I, no, every day, how can we run out of content? We're living like literally. If you're not, no, but it's just like it's never dulled since the That's first day. True. That's very oh true. Oh my I gosh. Know. Okay. okay, so I I told Tell you guys, your story. yeah. So I told you guys I joined the gym again. Okay, yes, the gym, the public 
gym with real people in it. Well, okay? not the public. So, it's not like the, the YMCA. It's okay, like, but it's, it's a, a public nice, gym. It's a nice it's, gym, but you, you know what I mean? membership. Okay, yeah. versus my garage. Yes. Okay, like so a, I'm around people now, which is, okay, besides my grocery <laughs> shopping and my going to work, which is, I, again, I've said a curated. Yeah, because you know everybody that's right. coming in. I don't interact with humans <laughs> on more than a level of like, thank you today, like for yeah. my groceries or like, you know, the yeah. basic kind of interactions. Yeah. So I am at the gym the second time I was there and I'm in the weight room and I was literally almost done. I'm like, just like, I have put one set of weights away because I'm done using those. And this woman, I see this woman like lingering and hovering and I can feel her like, okay, now in retrospect, it's different. But in that moment, (laughs) I felt her lingering and like putting pressure on me to get out of there. She finally comes up to me and she's like, how long do you have? Right. And, or she said like, are you almost done? And I said, yeah, I've just got a few more minutes left. And I still felt her kind of hovering. I just kind of got annoyed. I got instantly annoyed that I felt like she came up to me and asked me instead of all these other dudes that, oh, like, yeah, because there's other machines, same machines. It was, uh, it was literally just a bench. I wasn't, I was just taking up the bench area. There are 10 benches. Okay. But other people were there. So why did she only come up to me? That's the story. So this is a story about stories. Okay. So. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, like, literally, I had one more set, I finished it, I put myself away. And as I'm walking away, I said to her, you know, patience is a virtue. <laughs> you and said I keep, it. I said it. And I keep walking out of there because I was done in there, right? Okay. So I walk away, like, just annoyed that I felt singled out. Yeah. Right. And the story is in my head. Of like, you're the me. easy target. I was the easy target. I quickly went into victim. I quickly went into um, how dare she do this to me? Like, I just like, I don't normally work out in here. You know, like I'm thinking this is why I haven't been to a public gym in so long. And so I kind of just like left it in that room. But then when I was on another machine, she came up to me. She was like, I just want to let you know I wasn't rushing you. I you know, like, but she kind of had like this edge about her too. Like I was still in my edge. So I was just like, okay, well, I just kind of felt like it. And I saw you whispering some stuff to your husband. So like your face looked like you were upset that I was there. And she was like, oh no, no, like not at all. But then, so then the two other times I went, I saw her and I'm like, clearly we're going to be here at the same time. And so I, on, I saw her on Monday morning and I, she was busy and, and I rushed into a yoga class. So I, in my head, I said, if I see her tomorrow, I'm going to come up, go up to her and talk to her. Okay. So I'm in the weight room and sure enough, they come in Tuesday morning, her and her husband and the only bench that's open How old is, she? is the one next to me. She's probably in her, um, maybe late forties. Oh, okay. So not, so, not old. No. And she's not, and she's not young and like annoying. Is she super like fit? Like, yes. Okay. Like she, like she's, she's, she's serious... an OG. She's an OG yeah, in the okay. weight room. Okay. okay. She looks like that. Like she knows what she's doing. Okay. And so, and also in that is like, I respect her because like, clearly she knows what she's doing and, and this she has is a her routine turn. And, and she has a, yeah. yeah. And she's there working out with her husband. Yeah. And so, um, 
Tuesday morning, they walk in and the only bench was that was open was the one right next to me. So I was like, thank you, universe. You gave me the opportunity. So I quickly like take out my AirPod and I walk around my, I put my weights down and walk around the bench. And I said, I'd like to start over. (laughs) My name is Yesenia. And I like reached my hand out to shake her hand. And she was like, thank you so much for coming out to me because it's really been bothering me that we had that interaction. And she's like, I was telling my husband I felt so bad that you felt that way and that I didn't realize I made you feel that kind of way. And I said, you know what? Like, don't, don't apologize, but I am sorry I came off like that. And it was just like one of those moments, like when things click and you go like, oh, how we all walk through our days with these stories of these things that didn't, like, it wasn't at me, yeah. right? I quickly went into that story. And so she said, you know, it's just a good reminder that we never know what anybody's going through. Because I told her I started working out and, you know, to deal with my postpartum depression. And this was my first time back in a public gym in, I don't know, six years or so. And so she just said, you know, that was a good reminder for me, too, to like know that people are going through things, you know. And it's like, and I told her I will only be here on certain days, but. Like when I come, I, I, I want to be respectful and I want to like, you know, so we kind of just had this like Aww. little exchange and it felt so good to walk away and go like, there's no bad, bad blood. I'm going to see this woman. Yeah. I'm going to respect her and I'm going to thank her also for showing me grace in a moment where it really wasn't my best. Yeah. Right. Where it's like how quickly, um, like I said, we, we, we take a story and run with it and. You know, when you do that continually in life with every interaction you may have that rubs you the wrong way, like where is there room to grow, right? Yeah, and you're just constantly the victim and that can make you such a bitter right. person. But also in my head, I was like, this is what it really felt redeeming, you know, like to be able to acknowledge that I might have taken her whatever as like with a negative, like I, there was this taste in me for her. In yeah, that moment. I can't believe that you said that. I did. But when it, when it, but when it, when it came out of me, it was like, shut up. Yesenia. Like, <laughs> but I couldn't help it. Yeah. And so it, that was also poor, like, you know, management on my part, but also like, that's my humanness showing something. And so then to be able to say I was wrong and I'm sorry, I want to start over. Like that felt really big for me. And I was sharing that with my therapist yesterday and she's like, wow, (laughs) (laughs) that's really good. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I, it felt good, you know? And so it's like, don't, don't be too proud to say you're wrong, you know? Yeah. And to, to like, and and then I thought I thought about it. I'm like, here I am trying to make friends. This is a, this, this is, is not how not you're gonna make you friends. Make you friends. said yeah. Like you need to get your shit together. <laughs> but oh I gosh, just thought that was so a good funny. little thing. You know, like you can apply it to whatever. Insert your your gym moment. But you yeah. know, there's always room to be able to catch yourself and to redirect yourself. Yeah, and I think especially when you're meeting someone that you don't know, it's easy to like not smile and then even just like the lack of smile can be interpreted as like right. oh she already doesn't, she doesn't like, me. like me yeah there's a girl at my work that's like that we it's like almost like we've just been doing this dance around each other yeah. trying to figure out that's if we like each other and like it's like but why wouldn't we we don't know each other right. but it's funny how like over the well, weeks remember more how- smiles have happened and then now it's like oh there is no problem here, right. but it's like, why does it have to start like that? It's why, so interesting. Why are we such awkward friend makers as adults? 
I mean, I mean, we did that dance for a little bit too. And the stories again, we created in that was very interesting. And it's like, why do we live in this? uh, Why do we automatically in our stories go also to the negative? Like, why do we assume that someone's not going to like me or she's already judging me or she thinks I don't know what I'm doing or like, yeah, I feel like it's easier to assume like, oh, she just is having a bad day or she's going through something hard and if I am just nice and like reach out or say something nice, then that could turn that around. But we don't go there first. Like we don't, that's the thing though. We're constantly avoiding the uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not comfortable to put yourself out there. She could have told me you were a fucking bitch and I never (laughs) want to talk to you again. (laughs) That's true. She could have. Yeah. And people would. But also the empathy that I felt from her. And when I, you know, shared about like that was how I started coping with my postpartum depression. She, her face just said it all. She was like, I don't know how people do it with more than one. She had, a, she has a 22 year old uh, son, I think she said, but it's like, she says, I don't know how you guys do it. But even the same, like in reverse, like she could be in that routine every single day because she has anxiety and that's the only yeah. way. And so see, like you Absolutely. being there and like her not having like her routine mm-hmm. just kind of put her on edge too. Yeah. And I, and I told her, I'm like, I said today, I said that day I saw you, it was only my second day in the gym and I have a lot of social anxiety, I realized. Like, when did I get to the point that it became, I became so socially anxious in this kind of space? I don't know. I've literally, I've always been this is why, this is why I forced myself, like once I found out that I had to sign up anyway, because I was already there. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I need this. Yeah. I need to be uncomfortable. I have gotten way too comfortable in my own little bubble and I'm not being pushed to grow. Yeah. Right. And so it's like uh, literally like a hermit crab. I have outgrown my shell. And even today was my first workout back in my garage since uh, last Friday. Well, wow. no, I don't think I even worked out Friday. Uh, my schedule's been all off. My body's been tired. So I've just kind of, I'm just kind of. Just really relaxing with what my body needs but yeah I it felt weird to work out in my garage again because I was like oh there's like I'm limited now yeah (laughs) you know so anyway that's my little story to share be careful with the stories you're telling yourself and get uncomfortable and acknowledge that you're uncomfortable and have the conversations and you know, like even doing life closely you know we we pick things up with each other that's like hey you know, like whatever it is, I, I just hope that like we can move through the world where we can kind of be able to call each other on our shit, you know? Yeah. And call ourselves mostly. Especially in the world of social media. I feel like it's easy to, um, I don't know. It's just, it creates a place where people feel safe to be mean. Right. And because they're hiding behind a screen. Right. Because and it's easy I to say like, things to people you're never going to meet. And if you don't think that that translate in, translates into your social interactions, it you does. are wrong. Right. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. So on that note, I posted yeah. in a group asking, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but Rick got a new motorcycle. I don't think you said And so... It. I was asking about life insurance policies because I don't know. Well, I don't know anything about life insurance. Like, I don't either. I just know that Will has life insurance. Yeah. But like, <laughs> how, where do you start? Like, where do you get the best deal? Like, what do you need to know? What do you not like? And especially because he has a life insurance policy through the military. Everybody right. who's in the military has one, but it's not enough. And so there's like things about 
not being able to get life insurance policies with other mm-hmm. other places if you already have one and then like especially riding a motorcycle and having been in an accident mm-hmm. like it's harder so i was asking on this group about life insurance policies and mm-hmm. i just have to redo this because i was okay. kind of shocked so i posted and i was like tell me about life insurance policies he said my husband was in an accident six months ago like we are all traumatized, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I said last week he went and bought a bike and our rules now are that he doesn't commute in it because I feel like that's like the dangerous part of right. every day. Like he wants it to <laughs> ride with his friends on the weekends or like go to like bike week, which is fine. But like the commuting part was, it's just too well, much. The more you do it, the higher your yeah. chances and are so, happening. Um, so I like said all that. And then I was like, I just want to know like what I need to know about life insurance. Like what should be your minimum? What companies are best? Like, I just need to know all the things I said. It's parked in the, this is what I put. It's parked in the garage currently. Cause my last two requests before he could ride it were to update his life, life insurance policy and, um, update his will. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Which this I think was are very within like three requests. days of, yeah. And this was within three days of him buying it. This lady (laughs) gets on. Everyone was so nice, like so nice and very helpful. And I learned a lot of information and everyone answered the question that I asked. And this one lady, there's always one lady. She said, oh my God, where is it? I hope she didn't delete it because she said, my mom is 75 and still rides a motorcycle. She was hit by a senior citizen about eight years ago and shattered her wrist. It didn't stop her and she still rides. She's ridden from Florida to Nova Scotia, New Mexico, and Michigan, all in her late 60s to present. I would never dream of telling her she can't ride anymore. Please be careful with your stipulations to your husband. And I was like, I'm so confused. So I said, I don't think you understood my post by your last statement. The reason for these things is so he can continue to ride and do what he loves. So I'm not sure how that got lost in translation. I don't think I'm asking too much considering he was just in an accident. And that changed all of our lives for months because he wasn't unable to walk. And she said the phrase, it is parked in the garage until blah, 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 is very controlling. (laughs) Okay. Okay. She did delete it. I'm trying to, I remember she that's what did. she said. She deleted it. Yeah. But isn't that crazy? I mean, it is, it, it is, but it isn't because I don't feel like things are too crazy anymore for in general, but she said, it's a situation I'm all too familiar with. I'll leave it at that. After she told me that I was being controlling with that statement, but this is what I have to say. Your mom, your old mom, when you're an adult getting hit on a motorcycle is much different than your your spouse who is the breadwinner and you have small children, like very different situations. You don't need a life insurance policy from your mother when you're an adult and you're married and you have kids. And that's the thing, too. I think people go off of their own scenarios and they base their judgments off of their own scenarios. But it's like, but it's it's it goes back to it. You don't walk in my fucking shoes. But like, I don't know how much more clear I could have been spilling it out that I am allowing him to ride his motorcycle and that I'm doing the things like I don't know how you could get negative out of that. Focus. That's what that's what we do. Right. We focus on the one part that we want to focus on. 
all um, she saw in that was that. But I did write back to her and I was like, thanks for being the perfect example of how somebody can take a loving, right. caring wife and mother and turn it into like right. this Facebook, like you're being, Debate. You're, yeah, being a bully. you're being rude and mm-hmm. mean and yeah. calling me con- a controlling wife and like making me trying to make me feel like I'm not allowing him to do these I things. I mean, also I was like, he bought the flipping bike three days ago. Like, right. let's calm down. Right. Let he doesn't even have a helmet. Seriously. He's not that concerned. Bike. It's not like I've locked him in the house and I'm not like, uh, I, my mind. Well, just I have told you you're a better woman than I, cause <laughs> I would fucking say no. <laughs> and, and that would be that because I just, I mean, I, I have told you, you are, yeah, you are a, a species of your own. And I applaud you for that. <laughs> I don't know that I I mean, just will crashed on his dirt bike and broke his back. And, and he still rides his dirt bike, though. So and every time situation. he goes, I have anxiety. No, but he hasn't gone in a year to do it. Yeah, he hasn't gone in a year. But you know what I did? I said, if you get injured, and it affects my life, <laughs> you're gonna have to fucking live with me. And also like, what quality of life do you want? Yeah. The best case scenario is really that you die because the the worst case scenario is that you live with a major disability that now really does affect our everyday life. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Like if, if you lose someone on a motorcycle, it ends there. Yeah. And I don't want to be cold about that, but that's the reality is that it would be so much harder to live every single day with a disabled person that now relies on you a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So that's where I come from because when he broke his shoulder, riding his bike months after I had a baby, what was I going to do? He's like, and I had a C-section, you know, I'm like, that shit took me forever to recover from. You couldn't hold our baby without having pain. Like that's not, that does affect me. Yeah. And I feel like I get to be selfish and say, no, you don't get to do that because that is putting your life in jeopardy. Now, that's our arrangement. He has his dirt bike. He doesn't ride it because now he realizes if I get hurt, shit, I'm we're screwed. Like we have responsibilities. And yes, life insurance is there for a reason, but nothing's going to replace my husband and the father of my children. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing's going to do that. So. I am willing to be a bitch. <laughs> More power to you, Rick. You're a lucky son of a bitch, okay? <laughs> well, I don't know. I just thought it was crazy that, like, I don't know how much nicer I could be about the situation and how much more clear I could have yeah. been. And Did anybody else found... comment? In, oh, a ton of people comments? were like, okay. she's crazy. Like, don't listen okay. to her. I don't know. It's just annoying. So but It's just, I mean, that's how people are. I think everybody is also you know, dying for their chance to get their thing off. Maybe she, maybe she, as the daughter is resentful that her mom lives her life fully. (laughs) Let's go there, you know? Yeah. So anyway, all right. That's, that's where we are this week. (laughs) That was a lot. (laughs) It was small, but charged. Okay. Count your pee. Count everything. Yeah. (laughs) Start with three. (laughs) Apparently today's about numbers. So oh my anyway, thank you guys for tuning in today to this random little episode. And, and we're not even going to preface what's next week because we don't know yet. And it could change. And because <laughs> life is life. You're just going to be so surprised. Just show up. Listen to Life's Lemonade dot unfiltered. Invite your friends. Share. Share our podcast. And just 
figure out how to live your most unfiltered self today. Like yeah. that's literally, I think what I did was really unfiltered. I did not think about yeah. that. It just it came out of surprise. me. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Like when I'm working out in my garage and I'm listen watching Caroline Gervin tell me what to do. Yeah. I tell her to fuck off all the time. Wow. And I can't, can't tell do people that, that in the gym. gym. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> oh Got my it. gosh. Have a wonderful all week, right. guys. Goodbye.